Another disappointment. I had such high hopes for her. Yet she has proven to be unworthy of Lady Rushlight's splendor. It is of little import, though, as they will be unable to break the barrier. My most faithful servants await the command to spill forth from the Fogfin and take this island for the empty death. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor, and it has been zero days since a accidental shitting incident among the members of the cast. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to state on record that I didn't technically shit myself. Technically. Technically, technically. I pulled it all back in. Um, like, the, the funniest part How is, is just like a certain... with your thing. asshole, I need you to explain <laughs> the mechanics of this. No, okay, because like there's some residual... Uh, suction in your sphincter so like if you uh stop the expelling process it goes back up um yes uh engineer please tell us more about the latent <laughs> human vacuum inside of the large intestine well, well yeah exactly exactly well, that's, that's basically what it is uh, yeah. no that's only you micah because you suck that also depends 100 <laughs> percent on the consistency <laughs> of said bowel movement <laughs> That is true. That is true. No, but listen, the point you, is, is you, that there, there's, there's yeah. some greasy shits you're not taking back. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you can't unshit what's already been shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bigger issue isn't really that I nearly shit myself. It was the circumstances that I remember that I nearly shit myself. So just before uh, we started recording, we were talking about shitting ourselves and how like uh, <laughs> men shit themselves a lot and women tend uh, not to. Totally, and I thought, yeah, hey, this no, is not this just is not, thing. This is not a problem that I've ever had. I've never shit myself. And I said that, then I thought, wait, no, I did it yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, See, that's how common it is. You just, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. did I take my pills this morning or not? That's how common it is. There's a reason that men should shower every day. Yeah. I shower every day whether I need to or not. Yeah, me too. Sarah makes me. No, hey, I do uh, anyway. Answer, I'm in the habit of do. it. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah, you do. You do. Guys, if you're out there listening, if you haven't showered yet today, go, go do it. Particularly no, if you're in the, uh, the tabletop board game uh, business. Or any <laughs> you should be out there. Go take yes. a fucking bath. Yes. If you plan on visiting your local friendly game store, take a shower before you go. Don't contribute. You want to play in a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament? Take a fucking shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> contribute to the stereotypes, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I remember the Halcyon days when I was just a little boy, and I remember... Uh, all of the 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 early memes that showed up of Smash players at tournaments in like the late like 2000 aughts, where people were literally being refused at the door because of their smell, <laughs> greasy, <laughs> fucking disgusting pieces of shit. Oh, that's gross. I make my son take a shower every day after he comes home from school because little boys are gross yeah. on their own. I'm a large boy. I'm gross. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you I- are. I obviously shower every day, but it is a struggle. I hate showering. I know that sounds <laughs> weird. What? I fucking what? It, honestly, honestly, like I just, the process of just getting wet bothers me. 
This is I another wrong it. opinion. That's why I'm right. yeah. yeah. very confused about Cammy wanting more sex because the process of getting wet just <laughs> All right, I know. <laughs> exactly. No, Clearly I, not somebody who engages in pussy on a regular I, basis. All right. He is not. Absolutely not because he doesn't shower often. Yeah, right? No, I shower every day. I do. Cammy will. It's funny. Cammy will not let me into the bed if I if I haven't showered. I shower every single day. Well, you don't but wear underwear, argument, so no duh. I know. Yeah, no, that's the rule. My <laughs> argument every time is just like it's. It's just inconvenient to just be covered in water. I fucking hate it. Like I You're can't a serial stand killer. I've listened Raymond. to so many different podcasts that involve people that have killed like at least dozens <laughs> and, a, and a very common through point is bedwetters and people who don't like to shower. I just, I, I like being clean. I enjoy being clean. Of course, but it means you don't have any evidence. You fucking sociopath. <laughs> Babe. I just fucking hate like, standing underwater and being like uh, like if i could dry shower if dry showering was a thing i'd shower every well, yeah, day yeah if you're a chinchilla like cash act said yeah you're mammals they dirt bath right i can't believe i'm oh, getting yeah, dirt bath I'm, I'm getting wet for the man not because i want yeah. to yeah. yeah like if i could do that and be clean i would do i would i would do it every i would do it multiple times a day but i just fucking the I mean, process chinchillas being, do that because their fur is so dense that water can't reach their skin yep yep Maybe I just need to grow more fur. And it's adorable. I've seen Raymond in person. His fur may be so dense that water can't reach yeah, his skin. I was going to say, you, you, you see this beard? That's incorrect. I see Raymond's skin right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> who you think it is. I'm like a polar bear. So I, re- I have a question for you, Raymond. Yeah. Describe the process of putting your socks and shoes on. <laughs> I put on both socks and then I put on both shoes. Ooh, okay, good. All right. I was going to have to call a okay, hotline if you gave the answer I was expecting. And then I put my <laughs> pants on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's where it is. That's tight. Yeah. Hold on. FBI, this man right here. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's time to call and see if San Diego's missing. You know, if they have a suspected serial killer they haven't been able to track down. Yeah, right. I was expecting you to do something like I've seen my son do multiple times, which is put a sock on and the shoe and then go oh, and no. put the other sock God, on. And then no, the shoe. You're, no, that's what bad. The fuck? I know. I'm usually against spanking your children, but I think in this case, it may be warranted. <laughs> I will say that I've done that approximately one time as a child. I remember explicitly how weird it was because I was way too tall on one side of my body and I didn't like it. <laughs> yep. I told my Loose. son, don't you ever do that again in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no son of mine. <laughs> no son of mine would be a fucking one no sock. No son of mine is going to put one shoe on and a sock with a bare foot. Are you crazy? <laughs> what if someone were to walk in and see that? <sighs> they, they take our house, what would your Liam. They take say? our house. <laughs> what would your mother <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't fix this by the time your mom gets home. Don't let your mother see you doing this. <laughs> Standing with one sock and shoe yelling at the TV. I know what you did, Goofy. <laughs> I'm going to initial apology to the listeners listeners in advance. Um, if you're on our Discord, you will know that the first week of May, I had to make an emergency trip up to Michigan for some family nonsense. And I'm here now. And I'm in my father's basement, which is not an ideal recording space. Christian lovingly told me that it sounded like I was sitting in a press box, which I don't disbelief because it is a big partially finished basement the cast can't see me because my camera on my computer doesn't work but i've got exposed beams and workout equipment around me and yeah yeah so my audio is not going to be the best this episode but i will do my best in post to make it sound not like garbage and uh, i'd like to apologize to the the our listeners that live in the state of michigan 
not because I'm about to seriously insult your state, but because because you're forced to live here. Yeah, what's what's got your balls in a bunch there, Trevor? Well, my pants, first of all, because I'm an idiot that didn't remember to bring any shorts. So, you know, usually I would be lounging in shorts in the evening. All it's I like have 40 are my degrees jeans. out here right now. Yeah, it's yeah, too I know, cold but for I'm shorts. inside, right? So, I mean, do you sleep in jeans, guys? Or do you walk around the house of a stranger's place, like, in your underwear? So you got to have something to put on. I mean, I don't ask you about what you do in your fucking free time. So this is kind of <laughs> weird. What are you, a cop? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Anyway, so I made a dri- drive up here. So we drove. It took us about 24 hours, including the stops we took for naps and things. Um, but I get up here, and first of all, I need to speak with Michigan's manager because it is May 2nd, and it was 36 degrees this morning, and that's just not cool. Well, it's very no, it's cold, actually, actually. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds uh, yeah, like it is cool. quite chilly. Flip it and reverse it. <laughs> You know, fun bad. fact, while I'm training for Diebold Nixdorf, my, my company that I work for, Trevor is in my state and I will not be able to see my older brother. However, I haven't really been able to talk to you a whole lot, but one of the guys that I've been training with for the last two weeks is from Houston and works in the Kingwood area actually somewhat frequently, and he fucking hates it here. <laughs> <laughs> he is not a fan of the rain and cold. Uh, I, I know last time I came up here, I ranted, I didn't rant, but I joked about how there's a, a, no, you were a place where time. Micah and Jake grew up, went to high school. It's a barbecue place that purports itself to be real Michigan barbecue. There are billboards <laughs> on the interstate <laughs> that say, what is real Michigan barbecue? And well, you know what? If that's an example of it, it's an abomination and it should not, <laughs> should not be be allowed to be it's an oxymoron let's be honest here i found out that apparently that branch in perry is its second offering because the original one in corona burned down and i say that was a blessing that they should have taken as a sign because it's bad y'all i'm not convinced that a single tree was involved in the creation of this purportedly smoked meat and if there was you need to stop hurting these trees because you're doing it wrong no smoke ring, there's no chew, there's no bark, there's no anything that makes me think that this is any more than boiling bag brisket with a cup of liquid smoke poured in it. Oh my well, god. That's probably what it was, but like, let's be honest here, your first mistake was getting barbecue in Michigan. Yeah. Like. So I went in fully expecting to have this segment saying it was bad. I was prepared to be like, all right, I'm having this. I told, I told everyone when I'm like, no, I don't really want this, but I want to be able to bitch about it convincingly. <laughs> I was not yeah, I, I just for how awful all I it wanted was. You to, all I wanted you to say was that. That's, that's literally yeah. to do your story, King. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. No, that's it. I mean, I, I expected it to be bad, but like we also got the bread pudding. The bread pudding had literal fruit cocktail, like canned fruit cocktail. Poured it. I ate a whole fucking ass grape in that goddamn bread pudding. What is wrong with these people? They're, you know how sometimes they've got like a rum sauce, like a rum butter sauce you put on bread pudding? It was gray, guys. It was gray. It was gray. I mean, the only saving grace of that bread pudding and the only reason that I think anybody would get it is because it tasted like they made it with Bacardi 151 because it was like lighter fluid. They did not cook out any of the alcohol. (laughs) That stuff was straight 91 octane gas. Oh, yeah. We uh, decided to just bathe all of our bread pudding in... King Cobra malt liquor. Exactly. It's exactly what it tastes like. Everybody grab a handle of King Cobra malt liquor. We're all going to shit ourselves. 
Trevor, as your friend, I, I regret to inform you that while you may not be the ideal quintessential Texan, it has clearly rubbed off on you and you are now a Texan. <laughs> You're going to other states bitching about their barbecue. <laughs> oh, I've done that for years. I've done that for years. This is not a new new thing. I did that when I went to Ohio I don't know if that's last necessarily night. a quintessential like Texas person as much as it is a quintessential fat person thing. <laughs> that's true that's true and i am fat i'm very fat you can see my pictures on our website i'm a fat guy it's true one day he won't be but until then that's the only thing holding yeah, him cause, back from because i'll be dead destroying the world <laughs> <laughs> okay well i was i was i was really trying to prop you up there uh, nope 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 i'm here to bring myself down yeah no suicide by words i'm here for it <laughs> Exactly. My exactly. kids, we were uh, down in San Jose not that long ago, and we like could not decide, like, is there any good places to eat? And I see this guy walks out, and he is he is probably about 350. He's, he's a hefty fellow, not super tall. And I said to my son, go ask him where to eat. And he's like, what? And I said, I trust me, he'll know a good place to eat. He's like, I'm not doing he's that. He's going to tell you to go to an orphanage and eat kids. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little more cellulose, but you all the children at the orphanage, you could just take them. He's like, I just eat McDonald's six times a day. Yeah. I was like, it's sad. You can't go to like really fat people and ask them a good place to eat. Um, because I mean, we'll settle for awful shit just to eat something, right? Like, no, you gotta ask somebody like Micah who looks like they've gone weeks without food just to actually have a decent meal. No, you need to ask somebody that's about Raymond's size. <sighs> That's what you need to do. Because Raymond's not a fat guy. Raymond's not really skinny, though. Raymond looks yeah. like he lives. That's what <laughs> Raymond looks like. <laughs> I, I, I do. I enjoy the food, but not too much. See, exactly. That's right. Everything in I moderation. Enjoy the, like, I tell you how much I hated this barbecue. I still ate it, y'all. I still <laughs> ate it. <laughs> this is fucking miserable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly that. Where the fuck are the smoke <laughs> Exactly. That is exactly how it went. I understood the irony as I was doing it. I'm like, I'm eating it. You see me eating it? I didn't finish. I did not finish that bread pudding, though. It was an abomination. On the complete opposite end of the spectrum, my job has been paying for our lunch because we've been at a facility that my company owns to train us in. And today, do you want to know what they gave us for lunch? Is it is it barbecue? No. It's a Waffle House. No. Worse. One singular tinfoil wrap fresh baked potato <laughs> wow <laughs> i did not enjoy at least they today. cooked it <laughs> yeah they did do that but it, honestly it kind of felt like a company was like oh shit that's right we gotta feed these assholes <laughs> yeah someone did you someone probably like forgot butter and that. salt and pepper at least there was butter and salt there's like you know the sour cream and bacon and everything and i was like this i mean then that's not bad not good I, I, I guess, I don't know. I really dislike baked potatoes. They're not something I enjoy. So I was, it felt like completely at a left field. Let's be real. If it didn't have a face or come out of a cardboard box, you just issue it on principle. Yeah, no, I, um, I have to, I have to eat something that felt fear. Um, that's my rule. So, uh, all of these like potatoes gone. <laughs> no, didn't. we'll say it's not all bad. I did get to see my um, paternal grandparents today. I met them. Um, at a cemetery that there, my, my paternal grandmother's parents are buried at and her sister. And I like going to cemeteries. I like seeing the history and stuff, the cemeteries. I made the mistake of walking there for two miles in the cold without a suitable jacket or footwear. So that's neither here nor there. But I met up with them and, and we walked around the cemetery for a while. And then we went up to Bath Township, Michigan. And if you know anything about Bath Township, 
It's the site of the Bath School Massacre, which is the largest uh, mass casualty event in the U.S. involving children. And it was like 15 minutes away from Mike and I went to school. Yeah. Jeez. Like Bath is literally the next town over. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it was the first, it was in the 20s, 1927. It was like the, they consolidated several school districts and instead of being one room schoolhouses. They made an actual air quote modern high school. And some dude was pissed about taxes. He was angry about taxes. Um, and a lot of different things. He was, you know, we're not going to do the whole bit on what the whole thing was about. It was mainly the fact that it was, it seriously was mainly taxes because he didn't have children. So this dude, he packed a school full of, of dynamite and other explosives, rigged them to timers. He turned his truck into an IED. He burned his own house down, like a bunch of stuff, and then blew up the school. And then when everybody had collected around to see the carnage was trying to help people, he blew up his truck like an IED. He killed like 50 people. And the most horrifying part, most of the explosives did not go off. Exactly. He improperly wired them. So this is important to um, the Payne family lore because my great-grandmother was a student there. And she was there that day. And they thought she was dead. They found her several hours later crushed under a radiator, but having survived. So this was the first time that I got to go out there and see that site. And it was interesting. I really, I really liked it, not to sound morbid, but I, I really like that, you know, putting a, like a place, like being able to see the place. And like the new, the current school is just down the hill from where the old school was. It's, you know, a stone's throw away across, across the street. It's pretty haunting, like having read about it and learned about it and finally like putting a place to it and it being, you know, actually connected to my family history. Uh, it was really interesting to go see that. So yeah, Bath Township Massacre, look it up. If you're having a good day and you want to bring yourself down. (laughs) I just like, in order to curb down the length of our banter, we have done 24 minutes now and have covered suicide and school shootings. So take that. Started with shooting ourselves. Yeah. No no (laughs) school shootings. Started with shitting ourselves. School explosives. Started with shitting ourselves. Oh, right. I'll probably cut out some of the middle banter. And for the record, we've recorded for 24 minutes and 35 seconds. We'll probably cut out some of the middle banter where I start ranting about coffee and Mexican tacos because it's not nearly as good as ranting about barbecue in my mind. However, good stuff. I'm ready to play. You guys ready to play? Ready to go. Uh, Let me tell you, nothing gets me more in the mood to play an undead than listening to one of the greatest tragedies to happen on American soil. Let's get to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I love how Mike is like, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> like, do, we, do, we, do we do a bit off of this? Do we do, do I, can I spin off of it? I don't know. Wait, did this you is say you're going to spit on it? Yeah, am I going to spit on this? Do I spit on you, Jake? <laughs> Please. He's lonely guy. You're, you're lonely together. Last week, you guys just absolutely crushed that Velstrak. Yeah, we did. There was, there's no coming back. You guys came in there. Meal Team Six style. Fuck. Tummy Mouth. <laughs> tummy Mouth uh, didn't even have to run his freaking uh, 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 hideous laughter scroll that he had planned. Girl just came in and just beat the <laughs> crap out of him. The best part of the entire thing is Jake didn't get to get an attack off. I think that was the best part of the entire bit. <laughs> is that he hey, was like, hey, all right, somebody do a delay to opportunity. So do it. Guys, we're going to yeah. do Hey, do you want to know something? It. Do you want to know something? I technically didn't miss anything at all during that entire combat. True. Very yeah, true. Except you missed your opportunity to kill him. Uh, strange. I think the Valstrax is dead, right? I'm pretty sure, like, well, Malleus actually, like, concaved her skull and 
turned her into mush afterwards, right? Yeah. Uh, after so, after wait, it was already dead. Well, well, no, I'm just wanted to make sure that where we ended up at the end of everything was she is mush and Malleus is fine. That, right? Sure, I just fine. wanted to make sure that's sure. where everything... Right, What? That's, that's that's just how it ended, though, right? I just No, that is how it ended, yes. All yes. right, cool. I just wanted to make sure. All right. So everything before that's relevant. Sweet. All right, let's move on. Yes, your second character in that fight was totally fine. Exactly. <laughs> but I know your first character in that fight lives Third. on forever, though, as a... Yes. As a cloak of Noel kind <laughs> which exactly. is bound to lead to lots of shenanigans and I'm here for it I gave the entire party a hero point just for that I love that Malice is going to spend the rest of this AP whenever we're doing any kind of RP with the with the town it's just going to be bad taxidermy that sounds like it's constantly falling apart and made of metal <laughs> exactly it looks like that taxidermy lion from the 1400s it's the way he looks pretty yep. much so you guys did that, made the cloak of Noel kind, which I'm allowing to be used as a essentially as a hat of disguise that makes it permanently look like Cecil. You may think this Noel is real. <laughs> nope, <laughs> it's just Chuck Testa. Yeah, that's right. I fucking hit you in the Chuck Testa meme. Get fucked, everybody. It's been a decade at least. So Dilly showed up, everyone's favorite lawman, Dilly Danvers, to tell you that another faceless stalker had been found broke his way into the mayor's house. It was killed. It was found to be a faceless stalker, and the mayor stormed off to Absalom to try to find a solution for this faceless stalker problem. Did he bring his daughter with him? Not that we're aware of. Not that you're okay. aware of. And you guys head into town and come across a strange little halfling whose name escapes me right now. His last name was Ashfoot. I believe his last name was Ashfoot. Yeah, Assboot, whatever. Aldrin <laughs> Ashfoot. Aldrin Ashfoot. And you ended with him meeting the PCs. Gentlemen, what? So, real quick, um, this this interesting new character of yours, can you can you tell us anything about like their, their class or anything? Because I want to ask a question about your naming conventions, but first I want to know what kind of character you have. <laughs> I am going to keep the class a tiny bit of a secret for the listeners. Is it, is it, is it space-related? No. Okay. Because yeah, because his character's name is Aldrin, like Buzz Aldrin. No, That's immediately it's not what I thought. Related. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this dude's just like a moon cleric or something. Okay, so okay. That's not he a bad does. Idea, that would, actually. That's actually he does, really good. He, yeah, he does worship Desna, which is where the Aldrin comes from. But the the character itself is no actual like space theme. Yeah, I have cool character concepts. Hire me yeah. No, I thought it was I thought it was a good homage to Desna as she is the okay. goddess for stars and such. Okay, okay. I was halfway. Alright. Quit yawning, Micah. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Alright, so uh but like seriously, we just got back to town after clearing what is probably the last of what was that, the fourth floor at this point? Something like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Believe yep. so. So before we go down any further we have to figure out exactly what we're doing. And if I remember correctly, we were trying to nail down the location of the last of the artifacts, because we already know where the other ones are, correct? Yeah, we know where three of them are, and we need the location of okay. the third, or the fourth. Uh, that was the brooch from Asephina, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Correct. And we think okay. that's in Osif's, uh, that, that's what Morlevin said, it's in Osif's case. 
But he also Dip- has the key to get uh, the book that Marlon oh, yeah. owns too. So we need two things from him technically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. But we need to talk to his uh, his sidekick, his lackey, his butler. Yes, yeah, Trickin. What was his name? Stecken. 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 Yeah. It's a, it's a, his Alfred. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which means I'm absolutely terrified of this individual. Everyone knows the butler is the most fucked up individual. Mm-hmm. Was Alfred actually fucked up? I meant to. I was trying to say like powerful, but then I got to like fucked up, and I it, didn't feel like <laughs> no. Alfred's just a fucking freak. Well, it truly depends on which comic you want to go off of, because there are some ones where he is he's a little messed up. More often than not, Alfred is supposed to be like a like a, a moral compass, but like the moral is, center of Batman's yeah. vigilante. Yeah, I like the series yeah. where Alfred is the Joker and does it to keep Bruce like centered and focused. <laughs> Oh yeah, I hadn't heard about that one. That's yeah, that's yeah, like no, the it's a, run it's a, where Alfred okay. uses yeah, the Joker and he uses one. it as like okay, it's like a shitty tool that he uses to kind of like keep Bruce regular in his mental, more or less. So he just kind of like so allows him to kick the shit out of him in a controlled it environment. It, it makes it so that he doesn't spend it shitting like Raymond. Got it. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. Got it. You can't even say anything, no, can you? Because no, you know yeah, I'm right. I'm, I'm just you leaned in to say something. He just stopped. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. I'm, I'm just glaring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, so you guys going to head uh, over to uh, Osif's house and just leave this poor little house and hang? Yeah, I was going to say, we're just going to leave him here. Yeah. Well, see you later. <laughs> um, I mean, we have no reason to invite him with us. <laughs> no, we like, don't. Um, Actually, we do technically. Um, okay in an effort to have fun talking to myself because I'm a DM also and, and understand the, the the pain that Trevor goes through uh, as Mordrin is going to uh, walk over to him I, are, are you a, a cleric of sorts? and the, the halfling looks up at him and does, just kind of nods very bewildered at the appearance of this somewhat as some might describe unholy abomination that is standing before him talking to him. <laughs> some have called him that. <laughs> and he just some nods his head kind of wide-eyed and as Mordrin... Some call him the gangster of love. It's true. And as Mordrin looks to the rest of you and says, I, I actually have to check on the permits that I've been working on, but more importantly, there's a few things I've been wanting to make, and we haven't had the time for me to actually construct anything. So I was thinking that maybe this little fellow might be willing to help us out. You look like you, you're easily uh, bullied into helping people. What, what say you, little fellow? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking help us! <laughs> and he looks up very. I, 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 I guess I. What? What? What do you need of me? I just need you to go with my friends and keep them alive for a few days while I uh, craft a couple of items. I'm sure it's not going to take too long, and I need the time to actually be able to set up a, a little bit of work area and make some things so that we can better explore the gauntlet. I I guess I, I've just got into town here. I, I haven't I don't have a place to stay, but I mean if if you need me, I I'm happy to help. I, I can do that. 
Excellent, excellent. So, well, there's happened you know to what? be a what? brand new vacancy at the Rally yeah. Rock. We have sure that. that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we Just do need to let today. you know. Just so you know. Wait, uh, d- 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 let's let's save that for later. Okay. Okay, I'll save it for later. To every Why don't you head over to the, the Roundy Rockfish? And if they have rooms there, you go get set up there and we'll meet you over there. We need to go talk to the, the mayor for a moment and we'll, we'll meet you over there. So why don't you go take care of that? And uh, we'll let you know in, in a little bit uh, how, how long we think we might need your services. I'm sure we could pay you something for it if you survive. What? What? I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing. I mean, most most of everyone here is alive still. Well, okay, most everyone here is alive. Damn it, I'm not used to traveling with a skeleton. This is this is tricky. Exnay <laughs> on the skeleton. Exnay <laughs> on the Elliskin stay. I uh, the the rockfish, right? Oh, oh yes. Okay, I'll, I'll go get a room and wait for you there. Excellent. Yeah, you're you're a good little fella. Good chap. Sarah and I made the realization today that Asmordrin is actually uh, Doofenshmirtz from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> oh my fuck, that's actually really good. That is actually exactly who I based him off of. <laughs> it's actually it's pretty close to what he sounds like, too. Yeah, right? no, I was going to say, I was just curious if anyone would ever kind of figure that out. That's, that's so I, funny. exactly who he is. Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated <laughs> After Hours. <laughs> after After Hours. <laughs> I unabashedly loved that show. Oh, I thought I've never that seen show. it. My son I've watches it, it all the time, and it's amazing. You've never seen Phineas and Ferb? Not once in my whole lifetime. Right, wow. actually, it's actually Let's a good time. 15 minutes. I've actually yeah. never seen Phineas and Ferb either. Oh, my yeah, God. High five, my God. Like, Hell yeah. I don't know why Disney is wasting their time doing remakes of their freaking ancient movies when they could do a live-action Phineas and Ferb. That would be oh amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb is too good. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I love that show. Anyways. All right, so are we going to Batman I, signal uh, over to the... I, I think that'll show? work out because there's, I've been... I could hold on to the whip. I would love to be able to transfer that stuff to Yosef's tail. I think Yosef would really have wanted it. <laughs> and I want to make a, a construct for us that can help us carry things around in the gauntlet and carry some stuff for us. I was actually thinking like this cool treasure chest... It wouldn't be a mimic. It would just be an animated object, but it could follow us and carry potions and run over to people and administer them if they were down. I think it'd be really handy. Will it look like you? Uh, n- n- no. Why, why would a treasure chest look like me? How long have you been dead? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to make sure you made it into some fleshy abomination. <laughs> right. Okay. All right, I Mr. Magic Man, you go do your stuff. Why is here exactly? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, I love that they hate each other. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. It's the best The best thing I did not plan at all. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, so opinionated for someone that doesn't actually help in a fight. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the stench <laughs> of your disgusting skin. <laughs> What you saying? You were about to be useless somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I just Thank you. I to... thought so. Moving on. <laughs> the tummy mouth opens and closes irritatedly. <laughs> <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> so I'm dropping a uh, picture. 
I'm dropping a picture in the uh, the cast chat. This is a mimic from Dark Souls One. I want the chest to yes. look like this. Awesome. Yes, See, this is more or less totally what I was thinking of. And yeah. then he's like, yeah. "No, they're just made of wood. What do you mean? <laughs> Not everything's got to be made weird." Meanwhile, he has six arms and twelve eyes. <laughs> God, <I'm> so judgmental. <laughs> That's why you said you specifically asked this border if it looked like him. Oh yeah, no, he's judging you based on your looks entirely. Nothing else. <laughs> Malice is an evil guy. <laughs> he's a bad dude. Just because you're a bad guy does not mean you are a bad guy. Bad guy. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Malleus is mean. All right, all right, let's go find out from Stefan where this earth. What's his name? Stefan. No, that's better. Stefan. Uh, his name is Stefan. Uh, let's go find out how far away this thing is. If I'm going to have enough time to actually make some stuff. So what do we do with the halfling? Did, did we did we push him along? We sent Say him we to the Rider Rockfish. Okay. Yeah. So we can we can pick him up. When we're done. Uh, Billy, my apologies for interrupting you, but I feel it is best to uh, drop the news of our dungeon crawling experiences lightly. Yeah, that's true. We don't want to scare him away. Exactly. And I I do not believe he's going to make it long. Yeah, probably <laughs> not. I just want to make sure he knows what he's getting into, you know? I just hope he smites the skeleton as soon as he sees him, but whatever. Am I not here? <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you buy a house and you have to disclose if anyone died in the house previously. I feel like it's in my duty to let people know. Yes, but there's a diplomatic way to go about it, is what I'm saying. True. Aldrin, this is a private conversation. <laughs> oh, he's already wandered off smoking his pipe. Yeah. He's whistling a little tune as he heads <laughs> off to the rock. He is doing just fine. Yeah. All right, so you're going to use a total bro. We head to the mayor's house. To the mayor's house. He's gone. Yeah, mayor's gone. Exactly. As Mordrin walks up to the front door and knocks with all four arms in the most (laughs) annoying manner he can possibly conjure up. Like in rhythm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like Like just just a never ending. He sounds like rumble strips. It's like insect arms crawling along the ground, but he's just knocking on a door. Yeah. Oh, God, that's the worst. I don't want to think about this at all. I hate it. Thanks. I think that triggered something deep inside of me that makes me happy. <laughs> I'm now very anxious, and I don't understand why. No, that's that's just the Michigan. I hope this doesn't awaken something within me. I imagine like a, a 35, like a, like a, like a five-foot-tall cockroach with standing on two legs. He's got his forearms just knocking on the door. Every time Malleus imagines one of those, it turns out to be Asmorntron. <laughs> wow. All right. So you guys make your way up to the Menhemes Manor. Make your way to the door. And uh, Asmorntron knocks in the most annoying fashion possible. We've already established this. I don't know why I'm resetting the scene. <laughs> and uh, the oldest man in town answers. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is no, he the oldest man in town? I, I really picture him and Tacitus look at each other, and there's the Old West kind of <laughs> yeah, music right? place. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly place. You know, that's not what it's I like imagine at bad, all. The ugly. I yeah. imagine the sound uh-huh. that plays in the beginning of Kill Bill when she opens the door. <laughs> it's just those like, weird horns. What's that? It's called Ironside. It's themed to a show called Ironside. It's really good. So, uh, Stecken arrives at the door. Oh, gentlemen, I expected to see you today. 
considering the bit of excitement we had yesterday evening. Please, come in. Thank you. And I step in and I, um, I, I look at, uh, I look at, what, what is his name, Malleus, and I whisper to him, now take care, these people have seen Cecil before. Uh, I would recommend keeping your mouth shut, keep your wits about you. They would recognize if something is different. Oh, this he is going to be so fun. I mean, technically, <laughs> I don't think his mouth actually ever opens. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be true, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, well, I mean, to be fair, I've always imagined Amalius when he talks, like his lower jaw doesn't move. Oh, that is... Hmm. Hmm. I've been watching a lot of Overlord, just because I think it's kind of, it's a neat Isekai-themed anime, and... Uh, Malice is more or less based on Ainsu Ugon, and the entire time that the character speaks, his lower jaw barely moves, if ever. It all just kind of like emanates out of his skull. And I like that. I think it's creepier. It's disconcerting, and I love it. So he leads you into the mayor's study, and uh, his the, the mayor's chair is very neatly pushed up into the desk, and he doesn't even make an attempt to move it or anything. So I expect Mr. Danvers was able to contact you and tell you of the uh, break-in we had last Um The corpse of Cecil will nod emphatically. You can hear the light rustling of metal. <laughs> oh, can! Oh, can! Oh, can! <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, about... Late yesterday evening, it seems that we had some sort of incursion into the house. It was not found until uh, this morning as they were attempting to leave out Doriana's window. She awoke, screamed. I ran, called for a footman. Uh, they engaged in a bit of a scuffle, and uh, the intruder was pushed out of the window. Fell to the ground dead. We uh, brought in Vandy to uh, oversee the removal of the corpse. She was able to determine that it was also a faceless stalker. With this news and no way to interrogate the individual which had done the uh, breaking and entering, the mayor, furious, rushed off to Absalom to try to find somebody to investigate this incident. Uh, While it would be preferable if we could keep it internal. You are very uh, indisposed at the gauntlet, and we cannot expect you to solve every single one of our problems, so we're hoping to engage with some official help uh, from the office of the Primarch. But what can I do for you today? Uh, I was just going to say, actually, about that, we've, we've kind of uh, run into the wall, as it were, with the gauntlet. There's a, a magical barrier preventing our passage to get deeper into it. And, well, the the ghost of Otari has uh, told us we, we need a relic from each of the original Roseguard heroes. So uh, we know where they all are. We we have the lockpicks of Otari, and the, the window is here, and the... The spell book is over at Morbens, but uh, we need a Saphonous brooch, and we do not know where that might be. I believe there is something 
Cecil, uh, Cecil, I know the doctor said you had pika, so when you poop on the floor, try not to eat it like you did at the last place. It's, it's very <laughs> awful. It's so gross when you do that. It's, sorry, we've been, he's not been well, so we've, he just, he'll be quiet, and he, he actually stinks worse than normal right now, but that's This is going to be so great when he listens back to the episode. Right? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm doing it. He's not here. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we were, we were trying uh, to convince him to take a bath, but you know how dogs are sometimes. I mean, quite frankly, he smells like a corpse, but I'll <laughs> go away eventually, I think. True, Just he does smell bones. like death. Yeah. He doesn't smell like it. He smells like death. He smells terrible, mm-hmm. doesn't he, as Mordren? Oh, yes. It's... He smells like death. Quite frankly, the fact that he's eating his own poop has improved the odor, I think, a little. <laughs> it's masking it, if anything. So good. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so Stekin gives a strange sneer at Cecil. <laughs> Do we need to take him outside or anything? I think he'll be okay. Yeah, just, he'll behave. Just, we, we'll keep an eye on him. Oh, do we need any bags or anything to bring with us just in case? No, we'll provide no, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put down some paper for him to stand on when we get to a spot where we're not going to move for a little bit. Come to think of it, uh, the description of a brooch sounds like something that does match the collection. I believe there was a trinket of hers uh, that we may have on display. Come, come with me and let's see if we can find it. And he goes over to the, the mayor's desk and pulls out a big uh, ring of keys and leads you into the wing of the house that serves as the museum to the Rose Garden. Um, and he leads you past a couple uh, a couple cases full of things to another, uh, to a case. It's kind of off the beaten path back in a corner. And in it is a bunch of like little scraps of writing and like a little, uh, like a woodblock carving of uh, like, like stylized woodblock carving of the, the slaying of Belcora. And uh, on a little stand in there is a very plain brooch. Um, it's not made of metal. It's made of wood. Uh, very finely polished wood. Uh, even the hinge and hinge pins seem to be made of wood. Um, she was a cleric of Erastal and may have found this to be a, of particular interest being a cleric of Erastal. Is, does, does this sound like what you may be looking for? Oh, uh, sh- sure. I I honestly thought it was going to uh, take longer to, f- to find that. <laughs> now, you're well, quite no, sure that this brooch sh- was right very personal to uh, Estephanie? As far as I'm aware, uh, this this was one of her most prized possessions. I think that'll be perfect, then. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome to have it. Uh, uh, the mayor has... has, has expressly stated that anything that is in the collection that you need, uh, you are to be given at least temporary access to. Um, please make sure that no harm comes to it, if at all possible. Um, but we understand that uh, in the pursuit of magical work, things tend to be damaged. Uh, and I, We will deal with that as it comes, yes? Uh, yes, we're also going to need the widow. Uh, the widow is at the Dawn Flower Library uh, on display there. You should be able to get it. Let me let me write you a 
me write you something on the mayor's letterhead saying that we've given permission since it is technically the property of the town itself. It simply is displayed in the Dawnflower. Is there anything else you may need from me um, that uh, takes care yes, of the key to the, the spell book of who is that oh, person? Yes. Thresholds of Truth. That's what he called that book. It's been on loan to Morlebent for his viewing area. Ah, uh, the key, the key, the key. And he starts blinking through this ring of keys and he pulls off one that is like, almost looks like it's like, it's blued steel is the look we're going for. Um, very interesting looking. Uh, very distinctive. It does stands out from the other keys on there. It says this this one should open the case in odd stories so you can get access to that. Fantastic. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, I think with these these items we'll be able to advance to the next level. Yeah. The next level, you say? Of the god lies one more level deeper, he means. Oh. I, I thought that was fascinating. Ex- implied. I, He's old, but whatever. Tacitus speaks old. He can translate for me. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest man in the town and the second oldest man in the town share a knowing glance. Aside to bond over brand muffins. It's like two Joe Bidens talking to each other. <laughs> That's a bunch of malarkey. That's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> They're fighting over who gets to call the other one corn pop. <laughs> They're starting to lean into the Darth Brandon joke. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but it's happening. This is we live in the worst timeline. <laughs> That's oh. the truth. Uh, you've been very helpful, but one last thing, I I would like to see the uh, the corpse of that faceless stalker. Do you know where it is? Uh, he, he said it was over at the Dawnflower. I thought. Then oh, he took perfect. It. Yes, it was taken to the Dawnflower for examination. Excellent. It strikes me as very odd that. And he said there was nothing they could do when there's literally a cleric spell for speaking to the dead. So that's curious. Maybe she's hiding something. I say we kill her. I think that's an excellent idea, Cecil. So when we get there, (laughs) you go ahead and you attack her. We'll be right behind you. That's the best idea you've had. Definitely going to charge head first at the high level cleric (laughs) with all of her subordinates and acolytes. That'll go well. Especially yes, if the, it's an undead. The undead charging <laughs> yes. a high level player. <laughs> this has always ended well. I think we've actually established she's our level at this point. <laughs> she's yeah, I would still struggle level. with a cleric of, of our level or, or at least somewhat similar because they are made to fuck my shit up royally. Yes, yes, they are. So is the plan to head over to Dawnflower? Are you going to head over to Odd Stories and collect Thresholds of Truth? What are we looking at, gentlemen? I think we could I probably want to go to Odd up. Stories first and then to the Dawnflower. Yeah, it'd be on the way. We would, yeah, we would pass right. Odd Stories on the way there. Right. May as well. Works for that, me. That works out. I, I want to pick up some formulas for some stuff while we're there anyways. Okay. Neato. It's, and that's what we do. We go to, the, we go to our favorite gay librarian. Man, that's what? That's like two episodes in a row you get to talk to Moral Ben. I know. He's it's really getting some limelight, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the secret lead of this AP. He's the linchpin that keeps it all together. When we get pin. to the final level of the gauntlet, it will be more limited. 
Oh, you found my secret chamber at the bottom of the god lights. <laughs> have, you, have you been reading ahead in the AP again, Jake? I know <laughs> that it's, it's, it's Omega Morlebent at the end. <laughs> the avatar of Nimbaloth. If it wasn't for you kids and that damn dog. <laughs> Jake, you're gonna have a great time listening to the RP that we made up while you were gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll it'll be great um, when I have to add those in later slash edit this episode. <laughs> Oh no! I'll, you don't I'll have make to add a... anything in. We did it all for you. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> then uh, I will. I'll, I'll make sure it makes it to the end of the cutting room floor. <laughs> all right. So off to odd stories. You make it over there, and more than ah, two visits in as many days. Wonderful. You're fine, gentlemen. What can I bring, Cecil? You've gotten taller. He nods. Interesting. <laughs> clink, clink. You I like to think. Imagine clink. his eyes aren't like set correctly. It's because it's bad taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, he's gone through a growth spurt. Also, he smells really bad right now. So, mm-hmm. well, you <laughs> know how teenagers are. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's almost like he's growing out of his skin. It's kind of weird. Edgar, your skin's falling off your bones. Don't touch that. That's mine. So, what can um, I help you with this fine afternoon? Uh, we we the have key. the key. We we need that book. Uh, the the mayor has given us permission to take it for just a short bit of time. Oh, you wish to have a copy of Thresholds of Truth, do you? Uh, Excellent. No. The, the, is the only with, copy. Sorry, that it came out strange. You would like the copy, the the the, the book, the volume, Wait, the folio, you, the you journal, Thresholds of Truth, you the literature, copy, and we kind of need it's, the original. This is the original. This is. This is, it's just an occupational, occupational habit. Call everything a copy. No, there is no copy. This is the only version, the original. Bit of a slip of the tongue, really. Okay. So he uh, says, you you said you have the key. Where where is it? Boom. And I produce the key. (laughs) As Mordred reaches into his tummy mouth and pulls out a slimy (laughs) key. (laughs) He reaches into his tummy mouth and it gags yeah. You call it a cummy mouth? Cummy mouth. I, I don't like you I did. did. I said cummy mouth. Sure, we'll call it a cummy mouth. No, it really likes the cummy. Freudian slip, Micah? <laughs> well, no, I'm not the one who said it. I heard, it I heard cummy mouth. I think you're just hearing what you want to hear. Is really what it sounds like. The heart wants what the heart wants, Mike. You, don't have you just say anymore. that you want a cummy mouth. That's totally fine. <laughs> It's 2023. You don't have to be ashamed, bud. <laughs> We're here for you, no matter what you decide to do with your life. I don't care what you put your dick in, Micah. Go ahead. Micah, you make it far too unscathed in most of these episodes. Yeah, and, I know. And banter, like, yeah. So. It's, it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I'm just like imagining a listener like tuning into this episode like, hey, they haven't made any cum jokes in a few episodes. Just you wait, listener. Talked by an entire row of Bradford pairs today. It's all I could talk about. <laughs> you laugh, but if we're ever captured by giants, I'm not above performing a little fellatio to get us out of it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. As Mojo, why would you say that? Well, that's the tummy mouth. It's big. It comes yeah. in handy sometimes. <laughs> Pulling on his teeth. Giants like it, actually. Exactly. Turned <laughs> into it. Giants like a challenge. <laughs> all right. Uh, so he he opens the case 
with the nasty slimy key or maybe the key that came out of uh, Tacitus's pocket. We're not sure where it was. I'll let the listener decide for their own canon if he's uh, wipes it off or just shoves it in there. Oh, God, that came out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, shit. It only smells. <laughs> <laughs> With three <sighs> words to ruin your entire night. <laughs> <laughs> Two sentence horror story. A Trevor Payne story. <laughs> it only smells. Oh God. We can't see oh, him, but I just so know he's yeah, dying. He's dying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I hit him with the Trevor Payne story. He's done. <laughs> Guys, we sent our so, GM to the uh, Shadow Realm. You, How do we finish the episode? <laughs> the Shadow Realm. So uh, he goes and he opens the door, um, the, the case, and, and the, he, he pulls this book out and he, he hands it to you, uh, Tastus, because he doesn't want to get close to that tummy mouth because it's awakened something inside of him. This <laughs> <laughs> isn't awakened something within me. Uh, I have a, uh, a question because I don't. I honestly don't remember. Have we ever cast detect? Okay. Have we ever cast <laughs> detect magic on this before? Like in the, in no, the vicinity of this book? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna detect do magic on this book. Uh, I did. Now what? Um. Yeah, that's what I thought. Really, nothing out of the ordinary on this book. Isn't magic? No, but th- this is not a magic book. But there, it is a full spell book that you can learn spells from All if right. you so desire. I like learning spells. Uh, there are several cantrips. It also provides access to a new archetype called Eldritch Researcher, if you so desire, if you look through Whoa. this treasure trove of knowledge. Micah? Do you have an archetype already? I don't remember. Uh, he does. He has not used yeah. it yet. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. That sounds kind of interesting. Eldritch, in the, what was it called? Eldritch Researcher. That sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honestly, it sounds way cooler than it is mechanically. But uh. <laughs> I think uh, I actually may have considered doing Eldritch Researcher, and then you told me don't do it when I was making Tacitus. It's an int-based thing, so it wouldn't have yeah. made a lot of sense for Tacitus. Yeah. Are you a charisma-based character? I actually don't know. Technically, yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, my int is still pretty good. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, he's a thaumaturge, which are essentially charisma-based. Okay, yeah, I'm a marshals. Yeah. Uh, do we need anything else from Merlebit, or are we good to go? Be sure I to bring that book back in one piece, friends, if you possibly could. So. I'm pretty sure we will, but quite honestly, we're, we're going to put all of these things on an altar and see what happens. Maybe they burn into ash, or maybe they're just a big glow and we can bring them back. I don't know, so no promises. I'm hoping to turn it in <laughs> into a big portal DNA there. <laughs> <laughs> You just can't let it go now that you know. I can't. It's stuck in there forever. I'm sorry. I would like to, um, as we're walking on, then Morlemon's like, make sure the book comes back in one piece that the uh, 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 new sea soul just kind of like turns, doesn't quite make eye contact and goes like, just like uh, just a thumbs up over his shoulder and walks back out. Mm-hmm. I dig it. I like it. Thank you, Morlemon. It's always a pleasure. Oh, yes. Always a pleasure. Take care. Good luck storming the castle. (laughs) Do you think they'll make it? It's a miracle. (laughs) 
All right, so you head on down to the Dawnflower. You make your way in, and like I've described it before, I see this very much like Notre Dame Cathedral, right? As depicted in the Hunchback of Notre Dame Disney movie film. And uh, you go I up the steps, you go on in. Now I picture the and, bells of Notre Dame play every time we get near. Is that I or Ave Imperator? I can't remember. I do not know. I don't know. There's a thing I don't know. Ave Imperator would make more sense. Okay. I know that's a, like one of the songs in that movie, but I have not seen it in like 20 plus years. Okay. So you guys make your way into there and you see a lot of frenetic activity around the Hall of Healing. Lots of acolytes going in and out. Or the, the, the Room of Healing or whatever I've called it before, where the slab is laid out. Mm-hmm. And uh, you Honestly, can hear Bandy yeah. kind of shouting orders from in there, you know. We have to make sure that this thing is maintained for the trip to Absalom. We don't want it to degrade into nothing on the trip. They need to be able to investigate this person necessary. I like to imagine that Malleus being inside of a holy place is physically uncomfortable. I, I could dig that. I, I think it probably would be. I think that's a good description for that. Like, I don't think, I think it would impart any kind of like, it lightly. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it would impart any kind of like status defect. But like, if a skeleton could itch and sweat, that's what I imagine it probably feels like. Oh, we can itch and sweat, baby. You into that? Anyway, do the uh, fucking show. <laughs> and, and you hear all of this activity going about and, and if you peer in there you can see that it looks like you can see um, one of the acolytes casting prepare water and another one casting cone of or not cone of cold Create of frost. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, owning everyone in here. Create water. Yeah. Create water. <laughs> and then uh uh ray of frost on the create water and just making ice over and over and over and over again. And packing a oversized coffin with ice. Oh my god, guys. I have a perfect idea. What if we just made them do that, but instead we had a bunch of sawdust and we just made a piecrete wall around Otari? <laughs> it would literally cost us nothing. It's strong as concrete. We can do this. <laughs> Sorry, move on. Well, um, Malice has just become Joe Rogan. Tacitus, Tacitus, bring up the picture of the shaved chimpanzee. <laughs> you ever done DMT? That's more true. Uh, what's what's going on, uh, guys? It looks looks important. Oh yeah, uh, Asmorgen. Uh, excuse us. This this assailant attacked the mayor, and before this thing decays into nothingness, I wanted to send this sample to Absalom as requested by the mayor. Uh, I wanted to make sure that it has enough, just in case the journey is slowed for any reason. It should keep for a week before it starts to degrade. Hey, I have a question. Is Gentle Repose not a spell anymore? Gentle Repose, I don't believe, would work on a creature that is non-humanoid. It doesn't? I mean, I probably wouldn't allow... I didn't think of that option, but I'm not doing that. It is definitely a spell, though. Your targeted corpse doesn't decay, nor can it be transformed into an undead. If the corpse is subject to a spell that requires the corpse to have died within a certain amount of time, for example, raised dead, do not count the duration of Gentle Repose against that time. The spell also prevents ordinary bugs and pests, such as maggots, from consuming the body. Yep, there's what nothing does it say against target. 
um, one, one corpse. corpse. It's a second level spell. Well, you know what? Maybe you should you should remind them that that happens. But I thought the the, <laughs> big, well, the visual. <laughs> I thought the visual of them making massive amounts of ice was pretty rad. It is well, pretty rad, but that just made me think it was only like one day. <laughs> None of them have it prepared. Like, what can right. you say? Somebody, somebody would have to follow them and keep casting gentle repose. That's right. It will only work for a day. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for the save there, Christian. Appreciate it. <laughs> oh, faceless stalker. You know, you guys should start setting up like uh, some sort of early warning system. Like, let's say an undead tried to sneak into the Dawnflower, per se. Like, just <laughs> just off the top of my head. Like, you're wearing the skin of an adventurer or something. So, there's the angry clattering of metal nearby. <laughs> for some reason. Security a bit. Cecil, um, Cecil is shaking, but nods vehemently. <laughs> <laughs> Very emphatic nodding and clinking. Uh, anyways, where's where's Vandy? We we need to get a hold of the winnow. We we need that to take was it Vandy to the that was just talking. Oh, I was it Vandy? That was definitely Vandy. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was an acolyte. Uh, well, no, that was, we that can, was Vandy. We can see you're busy, Vandy, but uh, we need to get a hold of the winnow. Uh, there's a magical barrier in the bottom of the gauntlet that is impeding our progress and we we need relics from one of each of the original heroes of the Rose Guard and we have this brooch from Sephina and we have this spell book from the wizard whose name I never remember and the widow we need that and we have Otari's lockpicks here uh, yeah, the widow. Yes, um, uh, I trust you'll keep it in one piece and bring it back. I'm just so very busy. I, I, I uh, do you have anything you can leave as collateral? Any proof that you need it? I, I want to help you desperately, but I want to make sure that I'm I am protected. And, I, and I, I swear on it. Cecil's life that we'll bring this back in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this this is the best thing that's happened so far in the show. I don't care what anybody says. I like immediately want to like reach down and rip off like one of your vestigial arms and be like, "This will do." <laughs> well, this collateral, you could probably grow those back. <laughs> don't be such a baby. Oh, so arms grow back. I'm not an axolotl. I mean, this is, what are you thinking? <laughs> so I think that Stecken did give you a note. Oh, yes. Written no, he did give us like a missive. Mayor stationery, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what that means, but it's it a just, font. It's got his letterhead yeah. and stuff. It it's a font. Yes, it's on like wing days. <laughs> 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 Why is there a picture of spaghetti? Oh, I understand. <laughs> yes, you can have the winnow. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor and his spaghetti. It's a delicacy. Oh, so that she, she takes it and she looks at it. She glances over, barely sees it, sees the mayor's letterhead and sees, um, please let my party do whatever they need to get. No. Uh, it sees the mayor's letterhead and reads over like, yes, you can take the window. Oh, it's, 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 uh, fuck, leave me alone. Whatever altar. you need. Shit. Just, just get out of here. Busy. God, Jesus. Somebody just tried to kidnap my daughter. I have so many more important things yeah, than you right, right now. Well, not his, her daughter, but yes. Yeah, no, I'm saying this, no, this is what the note says. This oh, is what the note yeah, says, yeah. No, exactly. Uh, and, uh... Oh, this is the like, note. Yes, please, whatever. What is that smell? It's awful. It smells like death. You should take a bath, Noel. Clank, clank. Another big thumbs up. <laughs> As he just, like, yeah, <laughs> vibrates gently. Mean Joe Greed! <laughs> <laughs> 
I toss the cloak of no kind. Wait, shit, no. Wait, shit. <laughs> there you go, kid. That's, that's exactly what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> yeah, I, I think while we're in the gauntlet during the night, like, while uh, Malleus is busy doing whatever he does, I think Asmordern will take to peeing on the cloak, assuming Malleus can't smell it. So that way he always smells in urine whenever we go into town. Just rank, ripe, days, weeks old urine. My god, he's so petty and I love it. Yeah, right? Just like passive aggressively doing shit to each other. Like an interesting question, though. Does they have, like, do they smell? I mean, like, not physically, like, do skeletons have a stench? I mean, can they smell? Because that would be, like, part of your perception, right? Yeah. It's not specifically say they don't, so technically I would assume they do, because you're not immune to anything with the olfactory trait or anything like that. I think right, it's funnier exactly. if just as Mordred thinks that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, 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 why does everything smell like this? <laughs> right, exactly. He goes yeah. into the assumption, he's like, which one of you, he, one of these days, which one of yourself is micturating on yourself daily? Is it you, old man? <laughs> I hope I get to kill Asmordrin at some point before the campaign's over. Or vice versa. I don't care. One of us has to go. There can be only one. It's like Asmordrin strikes my eyes. I'm like, I see everything. I know everything. Uh, she she gestures over to the area where all of the altars and, and stuff for all the holy symbols and things are at the far end. And the window's over there on... Uh, on the main altar to Saren Ray, you you may take it. Uh, uh, show the acolytes your 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 permission slip, as it were, <laughs> and uh, do with it what you will. Just just be sure, please, to bring it back in one piece. Don't sell it. Uh, you, you're smart individual. I am simply must get back to this work. This is very important. Did, did she literally just tell us to not sell the widow? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> After getting all of the um, all of the information and seeing that Bandy uh, doesn't really want to talk to us, uh, Malleus is going to take this as a his chance and is going to nod emphatically and give another thumbs up and then try to push everybody out of this awful building. So, gentlemen, what do you do as you're unceremoniously yeeted into the street? <laughs> I, like, push everybody out and I fall to, like, one knee Tim Tebow style. I'm like... <laughs> I just picture Malleus like you're wearing a onesie that's several sizes too small, so your feet come out the bottom, but they're still full null feet, but they stop like right at your ankles and just dangle there. There's skeleton feet coming out below that. Exactly. That's what I feel like at the end of my arms, too. It's like yeah. my paws stop at my wrists. Yeah. And then they're just humanoid bony hands. Everyone's like, wow, I don't remember. Cecil's lost some weight. We've got to get art of this. Uh, Anybody in the Discord, somebody please do this. This is so good. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Well, if you guys are, are up for it, I I do want to take a couple of days to just to make some things that would help us explore the conflict in that. So we've already browbeaten this little halfling fellow. So I think you guys should just take him for at least a couple of days till I get this stuff ready. Sounds good. Also, I think you and Malleus needed some time away from each other because I feel like this is going to end badly if you spend too much time together. I'm actually a little worried about you guys going with him. I mean, he's literally no help in a fight. <laughs> I love this well, so that's, much. that's good to know. <laughs> well, I, I believe in Malleus. I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ironically, Malleus did just great in a game I ran. <laughs> I know, I played with Christian on Saturday and it went just fine. <laughs> I rolled great. Malleus, Malleus was a totally functioning character. <laughs> He's it's moonlighting at this podcast. Makes his, just makes his rolls suck as soon as he sits the record button. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a curse. It's a minor. What time is it like at the in game? I think it's probably about four or five o'clock because okay. when you left the gauntlet, I said it was three. I think it, actually let's let's say it's probably closer to six because you've been a few places. You've had a bit of a, a walk. So, yeah, I'd say it's about six in the evening. Okay. So let's get real low. Okay. Yeah, I would say, well, let's stay here for the night, guys. Reconvene in the morning. Who's Tass? You're That's staying the at the biggest Rally word Rock that Fish, right? Williams ever said. <laughs> Reconvene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Phil's like, I don't know what it means, but every time I say it, they meet me where I'm supposed to be, so it must mean something. I think you know what it means then. Yeah, right? <laughs> Phil's like, no, I don't. <laughs> He's I'm like fighting with, with himself. Do you know how to I say it? I'm with no. Rin. Okay. Uh, Malia's, well, I don't know where the fuck you're staying. <laughs> you can't stay anywhere. Oh, wait, did this Cecil? creature have a room in town? Yeah, he did. Cecil had a room, I think, at the Rowdy Rockfish, right? Wonderful. Okay, I feel like I should you escort did. you there because this is not going to go well if you have to go and, and check into your room <laughs> yourself. I'm capable of taking care of myself. <laughs> yeah, William, you let him go. I'll, I'll help him, him if he needs anything. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Good night. Clunk, clunk. He walked the wrong way. He walked down the wrong way. <laughs> point valleys to the collapsed bar. Walking out of town. In town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I'm uh, actually so going yeah. to visit Yunya's Marin. <laughs> right. Crookshnook. All right. So, yeah. I think we, we all go our ways. I guess so so we'll go Malleus, when you get to to Rowdy Rockfish, tell that little that little tiny dude to, to meet us in the morning. Oh, do you mean the halfling? Yes, that one. I will retrieve him and bring Perfect. him with me in the morning. Make sure you retrieve him by choice not by choice, not by force. And you retrieve him, not by choice. <laughs> not by choice. He has no choice. Uh, I thought, did you mean to say it, that he has a choice? Yes, that's what I meant to <laughs> say. Yeah. I was like, like Mally seems confused, like, choice? No. <laughs> yeah. Drag him from his bed in the middle of the night, because you wake up super early. <laughs> Just like, grab his foot and pull him out of the Yeah, bed. for some reason, like, originally I was under the misconception that skeletons only sleep, like, half the time that regular people do. No, you're right. We looked that up. You, that, you basically yeah, okay, rest for four hours. Yes. Yeah. I'd love to. So he basically is up for most of the night and day. A good uh, 80% of my waking hours. Or, or, yeah, you know what I meant. The party has collected the missing icons of the Rosegar. They have slowly begun to integrate this new bony creature into their daily life. They may have found a new long-term party member. We'll find out how well it'll work out when we all come back next week. We're coming oh. next week. <laughs> what? Yeah, this is just a weird episode. This was an interesting one. Yeah, no, it was fun. Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfi. 
Flip Melvin, and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show.